Welcome back to Dark Nexus. Tonight, it's Act 2, Chapter 38. Okay, we are in it now. Act 2. Our protagonists have put Briarstone Isle behind them, and they've finally reached civilization, or what's currently passing for civilization. The town of Thrushmore. If any of the four of you were sitting around thinking Thrushmore was going to be a chill, safe place to hang out, rest up, get organized, <laughs> like I think Johnny was, I bet I threw some cold water all over that idea the last few sessions. Can we go shopping before the next session? <laughs> just a quick, just a quick shopping. I really trip. wanted my character to take a bath. We went in the water. <laughs> it's true. Because uh, as we've discovered, Thrushmore, like Briarstone Isle, is going through some shit. We learned from Captain Freeling last time that the Count is gone. The Magistrate is gone. The Militia has mostly disbanded. The Paristus of Phrasma is MIA. Almost anybody and everybody of authority around here is just gone. Except, well, except for Grip's replacement as Constable. Her name is Berowyn Kessel. And meanwhile, people are vanishing. Many people. And nobody's in charge. And everybody's scared. You managed to secure the hold of the Selen Starling as a place to crash for yourselves and the rest of the four dozen or so survivors from the asylum. And even though it does seem like Skywind is maybe a little bit more of a softie than she first led on, you do have to assume that the situation there will have to come to some sort of end at some point. <laughs> Plenty yeah. of those folks are going to need or want to head out on their own. If they can. <laughs> you got a theory, Katie? I have a theory. I have a theory that we're all idiots and none of us even rolled a sense motive check last time and I have detect thoughts at will <laughs> and I think that they're slavers. I think their hold was empty of slaves and that's why they were so welcoming because we're not playing a nice campaign where we are heroes and we go I... on adventures. We are playing a horrible, horrible horror campaign and we have been duped. That is my theory and I stand by it. Would I ever do yes, anything like yes, that to you? Yeah, multiple times over the last 25 years or something like that. Well, I for one found the captain so charming. Exactly. Exactly. Delightful. Exactly. So lovely. Mm -hmm. Like a slaver. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Well, at least for the moment, uh, you left everybody resting, healing, and eating there. And uh, we'll find out their condition when you get back to them. We could just look and see if the is the ship just like slowly like taking <laughs> well, off. The ship's gone now. Yeah, no. <laughs> we look out into the harbor and it's, it's just, just floating bye. away. Remember, the lake is covered in fog, so oh, oh you're gonna it's start not to lose yellow sight of the fog ship. though, no, is not, it? Okay. We won't even see it when they take off. They're, they're our refugee slaves. <laughs> so you have decided. You've decided to head into town. You know that Cassadia Rents, the head of the Sleepless Agency, is the closest thing to an authority figure left around here at the moment. And you know she's an information broker and a mover and shaker, and she'll probably have more detail on the current goings-on than uh, Skywin and Dabwick do, because they're, uh, they're foreigners and strangers who've only been here for a few days. It is the morning of the fourth day of Neth. It's brisk out today. Fog is rolling in off Lake and Carthen, which... Now that you can see it here by day, it would look kind of like an ocean to you. It's huge, but there's no salty smell, just a, a rank reek of dead fish in the air. It's a cloudy day, gentle drizzle is falling, not enough to have any mechanical effect on your vision or any of that other crunchy stuff, but it's, it's gray and bleak and dreary. You're up high now. High atop Crocus Hill, the hill of the three tall hills in town that's 
located out on one of the islands close by shore. And as you made your way up the hill, you could see the whole town crouching out there in front of you, (laughs) below you. (laughs) Iris Hill to the north with the hedge-shielded mansion squatting atop it. To the east of that, the lower hill with Fort Hale Course looming on its plateau peak. To the southeast of that, the other tall hill with its standing stone, its star Stella. And down below, the dark, gray, gothic-y Tudor village of steeply peaked roofs and shuttered windows and closed doors. You're standing in front of the other star Stella in town. You were just about to examine it when Dora caught sight of a figure approaching from the base of the hill on the lakeside. I'll take you to a map here. It's Mm -hmm. a pretty big one representing Crocus Hill here. You'll find yourselves way up at the top, pretty close to... Top of the hill, not top of the map, right? Right, top of the hill, so center of the map, actually. And as you can see, the topography of the hill here is its largely grassy, but there are occasional stretches of sheer cliff face kind of jutting out. Is there any difficult terrain? Every this, this hill is steep enough that if you are going uphill, it is difficult terrain. <laughs> but we are at the uppermost You're point at the right top now. of the hill right now. Going down is not going to present a difficulty. If you decide you want to traverse any of those cliff faces, that would be a climb check. So very slow going moving up. And if you are, basically, if anybody happens to be below you and you're using a melee weapon, you'd get that plus one for higher ground to your attack rolls. How hard to climb a tree? Ooh, that's a great question. I know, thanks. I love that question. <laughs> I have to ask it because I uh, suck at climbing, especially right suck now it. with my suck six climbing. strength. I'm going to call this a DC 15 climb check to climb these because these aren't like super branchy trees. These are pretty like shoot up from the ground to the canopy kind of trees here. Shall I just look at what my climb check is just to see? With with your current, with uh, current... sickened and fatigued yeah. conditions? What is it like? Probably negative a three or something? Oh, no, no, no. Negative four. Oh. So I'd have to roll a 19 or a 20 to climb a tree. Yeah. Yeah. Just to put things into perspective. You're, you're, you're very sick. And you're also uh, not a young whippersnapper. I just want to say that I am older than Dora. (laughs) And you seem pretty old to us. (laughs) I don't know how you do on climbing that tree. I mean, I want to be honest. I think you'd have to roll a 19. Robert is older than me. (laughs) He seems kind of, you know, youthful and lively. Hey. Hey, way down in the bottom right corner of the map, I have placed a figure. And again, you're you're picturing this like 60-some-year-old, intensely focused-looking man wearing red academics robes, but torn and shredded, and he is just ashen. And again, not like he's um, feeling a little pale or sick, like he lacks blood. And he is oh, so he's undead. soaking, Mother. soaking wet. He's an undead who walked here from Briarstone? He's way down at the bottom of the hill, and Dora just caught sight of him. He yells out, He's undead, Dr. Trace. For years, I raged and rotted inside that cask at the bottom of the lake, howling and screaming, always able to sense you. 
He's staring up into Grip's eyes. To feel you, yet unable to escape. And then you faded. You thinned. But I continued, almost slumbering. Not quite, not quite. And not even fully waking, when an earthquake dropped me into a fissure and the pressure split open my cage. I stirred, but still I slumbered. And then, then, I felt something. Not you, but you. Was it? Was it you? Then yesterday, you were back. You were back. Not quite your soul, but at least the wretched body you used to destroy mine. I walked all night across the bottom of that lake from my home to yours. And now, here in your home, you will pay for what you have done. And he lets loose a horrific... (laughs) otherworldly supernatural scream that bounces and rebounds off of all of the hilltops in the region. You are all left momentarily, not mechanically, but emotionally staggered as the sound waves hit you. And you can tell if you had been a little bit closer to what he just did, you might actually be driven to your knees in terror. Everybody roll initiative. You guys, we are fucked. I know what this is. Yeah. How come you know what this is? Because I've fought one before. Not Dora, but Katie. I am. uh, meta knowledge. I do want to say. I'm not going to say. Take this fight. Very serious. About as seriously as you possibly can. Lucky for you, I just got a three on the die here. So nice. Dora. Uh, 15. Ray. Rolled an eight on the die plus two is 10. Grip. 17. Roni. 21. Fantastic. Oh, boy. You guys. This is bad. We need to keep Grip alive. I'll share a little picture here with you. A little bit of art for Dr. Berigmund Trice. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so we put him in a cage, did we? Oh, my God. And you threw him to the bottom of the lake where he sat for years trying to get out. Where's he from? Garooned. I guess I don't. Yeah. I hadn't decided where he, he's probably from. Assyria is my, my guess. Yeah, I was gonna say he's a very uh, scholarly type. The thing about this that's so rough is just as we start to feel like we're trying to like change and stuff, we experience again how awful we are, how awful we were. Yeah. So two big themes of of Act One are really memory and identity. Like who. Who are you if you don't have your memory? How do you build a new identity? And a lot of what we're going to be dealing with in this book is uh, loss and consequence. The world remembers us better than we remember ourselves. Exactly, exactly. That's a problem. Okay, here we go. Oh, boy. Please don't go running away from me, (laughs) even though I'm last in order. (laughs) Okay, we start round one with Roni. He's the first one to act. If that little bit of monologuing he did didn't make it clear, he is staring at Grip and only Grip. You do know, Johnny, that, or you believe that Roni was somehow involved with what happened here, but it does appear as though this creature's ire is focused solely on Grip. What do you do? I am going to pull the tears to wine, Uh and I'm going to drink it, 
Great. Remind us what that does. All right. This spell turns non-magical liquids, including spoiled, rotten, diseased, poisonous, or otherwise contaminated drinks, tears, seawater, and similar fluids into mead or wine of average quality. So I'm getting drunk. No, that's not what I'm doing. <laughs> Rony falls over. <laughs> Creatures that drink the meter wine created by the spell become sharp-witted and clear-minded, gaining a plus-two enhancement bonus to all intelligence and wisdom-based skill checks. Nice. So that will assist for the next thing that I want to do, which is make a uh, check. This would be a knowledge religion check. Son of a... How did I know that? But I can still make it, even though I have no ranks in it. Oh! Got a 23. Nice. Ooh! Here's what Ronnie knows. Sometimes, in very rare instances, when a person is murdered, the pain and anguish and rage they feel at the wrongness of what has been done to them, their body, and their soul, sometimes that anguish lights a spark that prevents that soul from entering the river of souls and keeps that soul locked here transforming the body into what is known as a revenant, Mm. which is a single-minded murder machine, which exists solely, completely, and highly effectively to slaughter the person that killed them. You do know that they always know the exact direction to their target, As long as they're on the same plane of existence, their target cannot evade them. Let's see. You know one piece of useful information here. Let me figure out what to get to you. Can I I ask for something? You sure could. Let me kick off with, you do know it is an undead creature. Right. So it has the traditional undead immunities. It's been a while just to remind all of you. Immune to death effects, disease. Uh, The big one for Dora, mind-affecting effects. Paralysis, poison, stunning, sleep, anything that requires a fortitude save. And then, of course, they're immune to a whole bunch of other stuff that has to do with negative energy and uh, non-lethal damage. And uh, what, what kind of thing are you interested in Ronnie knowing? Oh, this is hard. My, my initial thought was to want to know about its movement capabilities, but I think I want to know if it has any kind of uh, weaknesses. I think that's how Ronnie would think, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. They do have a weakness. They have a pretty significant weakness. If they are ever confronted with their own reflection or any object that was particularly significant to them in life, they have to make a pretty effing high will save to avoid becoming overwhelmed and helpless Hmm. until they are attacked or they see their murderer. So this is a trick you can't pull if Grip is in view of the thing, but as long as it can't see its its murderer, you present it with either its reflection or something important to it in life, there's a very strong possibility it might be driven helpless. And how long does that last? It lasts until you attack it, or it can't see whatever you're presenting to it. Great. Oh, oh, wait, let me let me let me finish off how that ability works in case anybody wants to try it. If it does make that save, it then reacts to that by making you, the person who presented whatever you're presenting, its next target. And then it will single-mindedly just aim to destroy you. 
before then moving on to the original target. Wow. It's a, it's a, it's a big gamble. It can pay off huge. It can pay off huge if you find a way to use it and work around it. But there's a lot of, a lot of danger involved. So knowing that, what do you think Roni does? Grip. Wait for it to get a little higher. And then, oh God, I'm talking in the wrong voice. <laughs> no, but maybe that's what he does in oh. this moment. Little regression. Yeah. 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 Grip. This is what you need to do. You gotta, you gotta run away. Okay. Trust me. I, I know what I'm doing. Get out of here. Run. And I start digging in the handy haversack. Okay. Okay. Excellent. I got a move action. Yeah. Right? For sure. So then I pull out uh, the steel mirror. Excellent. There we go. I got this. Grip, you're up next. Hold. Can Ray say that? <laughs> so, yes. Yes. So. I, I, I just don't run yet. Do you want to hold your turn for... Uh... Unless you're not going to run. Well, you don't have to listen to the teenager if you don't wish to. <laughs> <laughs> He's not a teenager. He's not a teenager. Um, <laughs> He's a young man in his 20s. <laughs> it, there's no ambiguity that this thing is... Coming from me. Zero ambiguity. All right. Eyes go slack. Jog, uh, eyes roll back. Jaw goes slack. God, it's been a while. Yeah. Neck cracks, cracks the neck. Back, and slack. he takes uh, the iron will feet. Um, Which is not a combat feat, right? I think you have to take a oh, combat feat. You do have to take a combat feat. That's why it's not on the list. Okay. And I thought, oh, why didn't I put any of those on the list? That was a stupid oversight on my part. Good assumption. Nope, that was me playing by the rules. Um, <laughs> Good job, you. Yeah, all right. Well, then. You could just run. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay, I'm going to... Is the Stella large enough for me to hide behind? It is, yeah. Then I'm going to move over to try to... Get, get that between me and this thing's line of sight. Sure. So as it's making its way up the hill, you're going to, even though you know it knows, even though it seems to know where you are, it won't be able to have eyes on you. Like there? Does that seem like, that seems like a, a reasonable spot? Okay. So I've, I've moved just slightly to the to the north and west of the Stella. Fantastic. He he said something about you didn't, you have a different soul now. Yeah, let's uh, this... let's pick that apart after we survive this combat, if we do. Because I'm, I'm glad you noticed I, that, Katie. I, I, that wasn't is... want, I, was, I was asking mechanically in terms of the combat and mm-hmm. vision and mm-hmm. seeing him. Like, is is the, the Revenant's ability based on sight, or does he just close his eyes, always know what direction Grip is in? Let's see what Dora knows when she makes a check. I don't have religion. And it's Dora's turn. Unless, Grip, you wanted anything else? I'm trying to think if there's there's anything, um, I'm just, if there's anything preventative I could throw on myself here. Um, Why don't you take a look and we'll let Katie decide what she's doing. We can come, we can pop back in. Gotcha. Great. Dora has a spell, but... Do you want to make I a check wanna, on this? I, I do want to make a check on this, but I have to use an ability. So um, Dora is going to tap into something Tima knows. Oh. So <laughs> she can... Whisper to me, Tima. Yeah. I don't think I can do better than Johnny, and I don't have religion on my sheet, so I just got to make a d20 plus four. Using your ability to make a, an untrained... Yeah, okay. once a day. The question is, do I want to use Burst of Insight to get a plus four bonus on this check? And I think I will. Okay, great. So, boom. She casts the spell you've seen before. 
that is going to... What does she picture when she casts this? her for a moment. This is um, an opening of a dusty old tome. She an opening of what dusty old tome? The Chain of Nights. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Which she still has not opened in the real world. Why Why would I? It brought nothing but horror and devastation on Briarstone. Open the so, book. Shut up, Reynard. And with a feeling of desperation, which is the only way that she would reach out to Tima like this, she, her eyes widen suddenly, and I'm going to make this check at a plus eight. Nice. 17. Do you have any shame left in you? I do, but it's, I got to roll a six to get to beat. Am I trying to beat Roni's check or just? You're uh, trying to hit the DC, which you don't know. Although you know it's probably pretty high since he only got one piece of information. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Let's just use everything. Burn it all. Burn it all now. Burn it all. (laughs) Yeah, so that's a 22. Fantastic. Okay. So you know the general flavor stuff that I shared with Johnny before. Dora does dredge out of Tima's memory that information about Revenants. Hmm. I'll tell you a little bit about one of its very special and devastating abilities that will also kind of answer what you were starting to ask before. Great. So its existence is fueled by its hatred for its murderer. Like I said, as long as the murderer exists, it exists and it knows where it is. When a revenant encounters its murderer, this is just grotesque, it gains the benefits of a haste spell. Oh. Plus... Plus, a plus four profane bonus on attack rolls, damage rolls, grapple checks, and saving throws against the murderer. So against grip, it is both hasted and an additional on top of that plus four to pretty much everything it's going to try to do. It's terrible. But what Dora does know from Tima's memory is that the haste component of it is actually reliant upon sight. So he was he was hasted when this when this fight began. Mm-hmm. As soon as Grip ducked behind the Star Stella, no longer hasted. It's going to take him longer to get up that hill, which is maybe going to buy you a few more rounds of uh, whatever you're planning on doing. Mm-hmm. But that is only one piece, isn't it? It's a good piece. It's a big piece. It's a big it's a piece. piece. Uh, before Dora becomes inevitably dazed for one round after casting the spell, <laughs> right. she's she sort of wobbles, manages to keep her feet, but does look at Grip and say. Run. <laughs> okay, you're getting a lot of uh, a lot of, a lot of mixed a lot. messages. You're not. <laughs> oh yeah, you are. Ray. I hate it when mom and dad fight. I will have taken the dodge. I'll take dodge. Oh great, fantastic. Give me a little extra one e on my armor class. The revenant's up next. Goody. Did the dodge uh, scare him? <laughs> <laughs> he decides to leave. Okay, so not hasted. This is all happening pretty fast, and as it finishes its monologuing, and Grip jumps behind the Stella to get out of sight, the three of you that can see it, you watch, you know for fact, because this man uh, ran a medical institution and was a famed scholar, that he was uh, highly intelligent, and it's like you're watching the last dregs of his mental brain power having been expelled as if for years he's been holding on to this piece of I want to say these things to you and it's you know it's all fading it's all fading it's all fading and you see him turn into little more than a ravenous beast the light 
of intelligence and communication starts to fade from his eyes. His, his lips pull back into a grimace. His hands form these long claws, and he starts tearing up the hill, but he's moving slowly because it's difficult terrain. Was it three years? That's what since, he said, yeah. Since the, since the and that's what Erwin said uh, in the memory, right? Yeah. Oh, man. That's a lot closer. All right, he starts serpentining his way up the hill, dodging past one of the the cliff clefts that would uh, slow him down, keeping on the grassy part so he can move as fast as he can. But it's very steep, and it does seem to be slowing him down as you would expect. We're on to Ray now. Ray steps up to Dora, who was wobbly on her feet, and casts Remove Sickness. Nice. Thank you. She doesn't say thank you because she's dazed, but she... Sure. She feels it. She drools a little bit. Free action looks at Grip to say, I'll cast protection from evil. (laughs) I forget. Does that do anything that... uh, Does that affect anything? It would give you a plus two to any saves. For like fear, for fear-based things? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's probably a good thing. And it would be for all of us. Gotcha. It's a communal. Oh, sweet. All right. So that would give us all a plus two, which is better than bless, which is just a plus one. Gotcha. I will take it. So I'm going to move next to Dora. I'm going to be moving to just to her. I appear to right. be in front. <laughs> yeah. So Ray steps slightly to the side of Dora, leaving her the front wave uh, on the other <laughs> As God intended, Dora on the front lines. <laughs> and may I also make a knowledge religion check? You may. Four on the die plus seven is 11. You are flabbergasted by what you see. Yes. Shocked, horrified. Thank you. A little staggered, a little weak in the knees. Concerned. A little weak in the knees. A little weak in the knees, see? A little weak in the knees. All right, round two. Rona, you're up. I am going to move down the hill at a full speed. Oh, God. Wow. Rony is approaching the Revenant. Having this steel mirror in his hand, like, looks back at you all and then, like, just starts basically not actually running, but running down the hill kind of thing. And once he gets underneath one of these big trees that would, like, block line of sight even more, he waits. So he's standing underneath the shadowy canopy of these looming trees, shielding him from the rain, but darkening the area around him. Grip, you're up. Wait. Oh, yep. I do want to ask, Am I? do I need to ready an action to have this thing out for for him to be able to see it? I like that. I think as far as the action economy goes, we can assume using a standard action to basically use focus your attention and movement on keeping it in its view. Okay. In that case, I shouldn't go this far because I would not have an action to be able to do that. Oh, okay. So then I will go back. Back a little bit. Back a little bit. I, I'm only saying that for something as small as a hand mirror. Yeah, no, if, no. If you had an object that was important to totally, life, I think I totally I think, get it. Great. I, this is why I just want to. I want to make sure that I'm not doing something, and then then I go. He just walks. He just walks by you because you didn't do <laughs> yeah, anything. You're yeah. like, well, then that was stupid. Fair enough. So I'm putting myself directly in the way where he would have to be coming around, where I think he'll be trying to come around. Fantastic. Grip, you're up. Oh, boy, he hates not being able to run and fucking hit something. You, that's always a choice. Um, totally well, I understand that it is a choice. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for pointing that out. Yes. I'm going to elect to not do that, but it, oh, it kills him. And also, he's like, 
what did I do? Um, he knows what he did. Um, <laughs> see, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna stay there and take Ray's. Um, so actually, does uh, can hold for Ray? Does the guy go before Ray? Yeah. But he's not gonna get to me. But could he get within line of sight on his next turn? Gonna be tricky. That seems unlikely. All right, I'm gonna, gonna I'm gonna, go. I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna delay my turn until after Ray. Dora. Dora is dazed, unable to act normally, but with no penalty to AC. Doctor Trice is up. Is he running up that hill? Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> He's running up that road. He is running up that hill. And now at this point, he has devolved even further. He is now loping up on all fours, kind of like a, a terrifying undead bear. <laughs> Loping up that hill. A demodog. Ray, you're up. Ray casts protection from evil communal. Uh, let me see. Maybe I can get Roni in there if I take a move action. I think it's about how far apart Grip and Roni are. Right. And they are 35 feet apart. 20 foot radius spread. Creatures touched. Hmm. Dora is. What's your state of being I'm right now? Coming out of being dazed. You know she'll be fine next turn. Yeah. It, would it be possible to drag Dora over to grip so that I can touch at least the three of us and get us in a protection from evil community? You won't be able to drag her and reposition her and also cast a spell in the same round. Okie doke. I don't think I can tell you what she would want you to do. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, she's not, she can't speak. She can't take any actions. Yeah. She is uh, staring. She's got glazed over eyes. <laughs> but but her, the last thing she said yeah. to I, Grip was run. So she's clearly fearful yes. for what will happen to him. Right, right. Okay. Ray drops his morning star, pulls his wand of bless. Right. And cast Bless on all of us. It's a 50-foot burst centered on the caster. Fantastic. That gives us all a plus one morale bonus on attack rolls and saving throws against fear effects. Yay. Grip, you're up. Can I do something now, people? <laughs> um, all right. Then I'm going to separate the party I'm because that's what a good party does. <laughs> they, they separate. Split, even. When there's a revenant. In the horror campaign, yes. um, but I feel like I feel like know. the only way they'll have a chance to kill it is if I can't, if it can't see me. Right. So as I look at this map, Robert, I think you get down to that next level, especially if you duck close to any of those cliffs. I think it would be you would be out of sight from anyone in the top of the hill. Do you see what I'm seeing there? So like if I'm if I'm down here, sure. Or even if you are, do you see this? Like even there. Um, yeah, that, that's where I was first thinking of going was just going to hide up there, but then I was thinking, well, maybe if, like if I if I come around this way and come around the back, and then if maybe you have to. maybe I can try to come behind just in case. Sure, because just just plain old hiding just feels gross. Okay, okay, all right, all right, all right. All right. So Grip's gonna move to the northwest to where there's that little opening yes. for 30 feet, and then he's gonna double move and go around the the rock formation to the north 
Great, so you're heading down the hill on the other side, putting yourself completely out of view from the Revenant, heading loosely back towards the path that you came up the hill uh, in the first place. Correct. And right now, yeah, as as I see your figure there on the map, you've got yourself tucked in the shadow of one of these little eight to ten foot cliff faces there, so you're definitely out of sight. And that's what I'll do. All right, round three. Roni, you are up. I continue to move down the hill. Oh, that's close. Oh, you're within. And then I present this mirror red in its face. Yes. And as I do, I say, "Stop!" And I hold it up, trying to like catch his eyes, his reflection in it as he's coming towards me. Oh my god! I hope this works. Oh my god. Because you're fucking dead if this doesn't work. I'm just going to tell you right now. Ooh, okay. DC 20 will save. Here we go. Fail. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Good job. Amazing. Uh, I was close, but uh, uh, three away does not succeed. So it is driven to its knees and its face just widens and this sense of of like bestiality and 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 monstrous hateful unlife fades a little bit from its face as he just goes wide and he seems almost like a child as he's like locked eyes with his own with his own image in this mirror and seen what he's become and whatever little tiny piece of this incredibly accomplished, incredibly rational, incredibly caring man sees what it is. He is rendered utterly helpless. He's overwhelmed, overwhelmed with emotion. And he's sitting on his knees, staring up into his own eyes, weeping. Dora. Just to clarify, this will last until he sees grip or he is attacked. Correct. Keep Grip back. Nobody attack him. What constitutes an attack? Tying someone up? Or striking them with a weapon or a spell? Or both? Like, are we leaving him on this hill? (laughs) Getting the fuck out of here? Well, if the the mirror gets taken away, then it also... No, it lasts. The helpless condition lasts until he sees Grip or is attacked. As long as he is looking at his reflection. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's it's a it is a good way to buy yourself a little bit of time, but it's not going to. It's not ending the it's encounter. It's not. An, it's not. An, well, it could be a. You could decide to leave Rony here with the mirror, forever. <laughs> to just move on with your lives. Yeah. I mean, are we still in rounds right now? We are still in rounds. Okay. Well, then I wait for my turn. Great. What does Dora do? Dora's gonna move forward. Oh, as in closer to the Revenant and Rony. Okay. All right. Well, he, he, he can hold him for a bit. Yeah. Because yeah. he'll just follow us because he knows the direction that Grip is in. Dora knows that for a fact, yes. Yep. And now that he's out from the depths of the lake, it may not take long for him to reach you anymore. All right. Dora only moves forward like 10 feet. Okay. Fuck. Do we know the range of the howl thing? Nope. Nope. <laughs> She will ready. I mean, we'll need grip for the fight. Like, we can't kill it without. 
she's going to cast mage armor on herself because this is happening. Dr. Trice is helpless, cannot move, weeps, gnashes his teeth (laughs) in horror at what he has become. Ray, you're up. Yes, I can, through Detect Undead, at least in a number of rounds, figure out how powerful this thing is, right? Like how many... I guess I would say... I would say, Paul, I think you've been in enough fights with these two right here. The seriousness with which they're responding to this threat would probably tell Ray as much as knowing it's hit dice would. Yeah. I'm reluctant to attack it without knowing that I can take it out with one hit. We need to coordinate. Yeah. Yeah. And I specifically said, don't attack it. (laughs) Right. Ray will... So Dora's no longer dazed. This is a fair thing for Ray to quickly ask Dora. Mm -hmm. Dora's gut impulse would be, no fucking way you're taking it out with a single channel. Yeah. Right. Absolutely not. Ray she wouldn't will... say fucking, no. though. <laughs> there's no way. I'm sorry, Ray, but there's no way. There's no fucking You're thing. so good to ask, but no. There's just a little bit of team of something Sadly is yeah. no. Um, Ray will stow the wand, pick up his morning star, and uh, just take a five-foot step uh, to, the, uh, to the south, closer to Dora. Grip, you can... You're aware that they have the creature momentarily cowed as you're hiding um, by a cliff on the other side of the hill, unable to see what's happening. What's he feeling? The ultimate of frustration. Yeah. Like, like more, even more than the days in the library where he was just doing push-ups. And, yeah, uh, I mean, because he's, he's got one job in this, in these combats, and he can't... Well, two jobs. Deal damage and absorb damage, and he can't do either. You're still highly valued as a team member. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's a terrible position it, it, to put it, you it's, in. It, it's, it's, it sucks. Um, Shouldn't have killed that guy. Well, it's a bit late for that. <laughs> <laughs> Cows are out of that barn. So I think with a double move, he could get to, like, here. Edging around Where the top of the hillside. Clockwise, to get like, himself a little bit closer, but like still out there. of sight. So yeah, just just so because he, I feel like I, he can't even peek around and see what's going on from here. Right. But I think if we if we go around that, move from like a ten o'clock over to like one o'clock. Sure, I see what you're saying there. Um, so you're still behind the same cliff face, just a little bit closer, and with the possibility of right. Because I, I feel like, and I feel like right now I'm at the I'm at the limit of where I could risk uh, him getting him getting a direct. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. You're you're out of sight for the moment. Okay, then yeah. that's it. Cool. So, at, for the moment, we can pause here briefly and assume, since it is held, if you want to do a little bit of talking about what you want to do, yeah. totally fair. I want to see something real quick. Yes. Since I've got this thing, if I shift the mirror a little bit from side to side, does it follow it? Is it transfixed? Oh, I see what you're asking. Do I have to keep it literally held exactly where I have it held? Or can I, like, bring it down so that it's still looking at it, put it on the ground, or rest it on a rock, or do something like that where it's staring at its own reflection? No, I mean, it's tr- it's trying to tear its eyes away from this hated image. And I think you are having to do a little bit of jiggling to make sure that it keeps seeing it. Okay. It's, it is looking where the mirror is right now. You do get a sense of, like, if you move it out of where it's frozen looking at, it might stop being transfixed by itself. Okay. So can we chat? Yeah. I'll tell you what I've got. 
I've got three castings of Mind Thrust 2 that can affect undead. Oh. Today. Because of your phoenix amplification. Yes. Right, right, right. And then that's it. Nothing else I have will affect this creature at all. I can do some damage and I can make it harder for him if I let Tima out. But that's what I got. Paul, you've got channels. I've got channels. We know, just maybe just for me, but for Ray as well. Like we know we can't restrain this creature or that will be considered an attack. We'll bring it out of its uh, reverie, right? Yeah. Is it helpless enough within the gaze of the mirror to be sneak attacked, to be... Well, uh, we don't have anybody that can do that, but we can ready actions to channel, to cast Will of the Undead. You know, like, we we can do that, but that's one shot we get. Try to just overwhelm it with a, with a bunch of damage right off gra- the top. But gras- <laughs> I don't think we have anybody In that this. can do that with... Yeah, if it is helpless, can it be... Coup de gras. Does that not require a fortitude save? No coup de gras on an undead creature. Yeah. There you go. Uh, but we we could have Grip come up behind him while he's transfixed and and add to our readied actions. The direction of Grip. But as long as he's, he's still helpless. looking in the mirror, Grip could conceivably, as long as he stays we behind him, we basically all have right. to attack a full, at the same like, time. Full attack like, kind of thing. We all have to ready like an focus, attack. A focus fire, right? Yeah, we have to ready. We all have to ready an attack for when Roni drops the mirror. Our most powerful. And attack. I'm pretty sure. I don't. I'm not sure if Roni can be part of that readied action if he's the one dropping the mirror. I don't uh, that's know. That's a that's a question. So if you want to keep Grip as the focus of his ire, Grip could simply attack him from behind which would then break the thing without Roni having to do anything. Great, yeah. Yeah, I, I guess. Uh, that seems like maybe the uh, we, We're not, we not fighting do. this. Are we agreed on that? I was going to see if there's any way that I could like kind of move it around yeah. a little bit with this mirror, but it, it seems to be kind of locked in, so I don't think that I'm going to be able to do that. So what do you, what do you think, Dora? You think that's, I uh, think we have no choice but to put this poor creature down to execute a mercy, as it might be said. Um, and the only way we have a chance of doing that is if we all attack it at once with the strongest thing we have to weaken it as much as possible before it gets a chance to attack Grip. Does anybody got uh, any kind of like alchemical thing? I have an alchemist fire. I'll take that. Yep. All yours. And Dora would be suggesting you channel, you throw the alchemist fire, or shoot it. Whatever you can do the most with when Grip attacks. We, we, this should be our biggest gun that we have. But Dora will pass the message to Grip. Grip, try to get behind it without being seen. It's hopeless now. Does that count as combat advice? No, it's, oh, it's right. a message. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but I'll get that to you too. Does you the like. um, the thing he the, the shout that he did at the beginning? Yeah. Does that count as an attack against me? Mm. No, because you were not within range of it. Copy that. Um, all right, message received then, Dora. So if this is the plan, Grip, you can absolutely move around the side of the hill there and get behind him. He can't look away in the current circumstances. I feel like I'm pushing this. Are we all in agreement yes. on this plan? Okay. I, I can't think of anything better. Like I, I, I had been thinking, like, literally, I was wondering if there was a way to, like, put it in a crate so that right. it couldn't see anything. I, just feel like or in I a don't cage. think that's going to happen. Yeah. If we somehow put him in a cage at the bottom of the lake, then perfect <laughs> problem solved. <laughs> Am I right? No. Foolproof. I'm only modifying my version of the plan to cast Cure Moderate Wounds because it's just a higher... you got to touch him, right? Yeah. 
That's okay, though, right? Is All right, channel. We'll find out. All right, where do you want to be? Put yourself where you want to be on the map. Do what you like, but I'm just saying, one's a touch, one's a You do what you like. I am going to do what I like. I know you will. God, this is... This is a this is a legitimate question. Am I able to move like one five foot step forward so that I am right in front of it so that yeah. it could be flanked? Yes, yes. Okay, then I will do that. You're bringing the mirror closer to yep. its eyes. Yes. Yep. These things are fucking hard. Seriously, seriously. And and I I also want to say too while this is happening. Roni, you know, has this thing in his hand, and it's it's starting to tremble a little bit because this is this is terrifying, terrifying, Um, and also not a short amount of time. Like we've now been talking for a while. Can I ready a swift action and a amplified spell? No, you can ready a a standard action. Um, Can I do a swift action just before grip attacks? To do what? To manifest Tima. Yes. And then ready my yeah, that's fine. amplified spell. I, I understand what you're asking. That's yes, you can do, do that for sure. Can I give Grip a guidance? Yes. Because that lasts a minute, right? Yes. Great. So that'll be a plus one to some role in your immediate future there, Robert. Great. Good God, this is terrifying. It is. Um, okay, and then also, so right before, what, what is the, um, is there a combat bonus to the helpless state that he's in. Yes. The target is treated as having a dexterity of zero, having a negative five modifier, and melee attacks against a helpless target get a plus four bonus. So it's going to be pretty easy for the first person to attack to make that attack. Okay. Here's another little fun thing to throw in there. I don't have my rapier. Yeah, he gave it to Vostin. So... You can convince Shoot him it. it's just. I could sticks. try to convince him that it's yeah. that I could convince him it's. It's just a stiletto. It's just a stiletto. It's all right. All right. So let's see if I can actually do that. I'm low key starting to hate this ability. I am too. <laughs> you and me both. I have so many problems with what you just said. Low key, and starting to. Well, you know what? If honestly, if it's something that you dislike and we feel like it's being abused then then we'll talk about it. it we'll talk about it <laughs> i will say i think the use against dabwick on the pier i'm like that's kind of fun and that feels in flavor with what my initial understanding of the of the ability was i'm a little shaky on the on the combat weapon but it's you know according to how it's worded this is fair so let's keep it in play for now johnny you and i can chat between weeks all right here we go let's bluff it 21 all right, so for a brief moment, probably because he wants to, Grip does not believe that you're holding a dagger in your hand. He's just, he's focused elsewhere, and uh, he's convinced <laughs> that you're you're holding something else of an equal size. It, it could be the alchemical torch, as far as Grip knows. He doesn't yeah. know. He's, he's going to try to kill this revenant yep. before it slaughters him. Okay, oh are we all ready to start? Let's do this. Uh, take two, so... We pick this fight back up after oh, some gosh. conversation and some repositioning with Roni and Grip flanking Dr. Trice, Ray standing 10 feet away from Trice, five feet away from Grip down the hill, and Dora about, looks like 25 feet or so up the hill. Close range. Close range, just mechanically, close range. <laughs> We're standing beneath the shadow of one of these trees on the hillside. Here we go. And in the heartbeat before a grip axe, 
Fatima comes forward. I don't know if any of you see it, but she's, she, you know, gives her gives a good head roll and mm-hmm. is ready to play. Excellent. Robert, what's your attack? I'm attacking with Red Destiny and with power attack activated. Love it. Uh, so I get that turns me into a plus eight, but I'll get a 1d6 plus nine if I succeed. You've also got a guidance floating there if you want to use it, and the target is helpless. Um, yes, I will use the guidance. And so you're that's flanking. A, okay, so I'm flanking. So I've got plus, plus eight includes the power attack. Then there's plus one for the guidance. Great. Right, so plus nine, plus two for flanking. Great. So plus 11. And I think that's it. What could possibly go wrong? All right, here we go, here we go. <laughs> First combat roll for me. <laughs> Oh, and I threw it on the ground. Oh. <laughs> That's the weirdest thing. Grip just falls over on his face. 19 on the die, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Backing so this shit up. That is a hit. And let's see if this is a... Wait, are you uh, subject to critical hits? Yes. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's a 14 plus a, what did we say, 11. So 25. Critical Oh hit. my god. Critical power attack First hit. Attack roll mm. of the, the can of the act two. That's mm. amazing. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's so so good. 1d6 plus nine. Are, were there any other damage modifiers on that? Nope. Nope. Um yeah. so it's 2d6, 2D6 plus 18. Plus. Oh my god. <laughs> good start. 18 is a good base. Five and a three. 18 plus eight is 26. 26 points of damage. Doesn't quite seem to take all of that. Oh no. But it does take a lot of it. As Grip is driving Red Destiny, the sword designed to kill vampires through the shoulder blades of the Revenant. Roni is prepared with his attack, which was... Just gonna be me, uh... Stabbing it with a, with the the stiletto. Stab it. Stab it. Stab it. That is a fifteen. Thanks to its helpless condition, the dagger drives in from the front side as Red Destiny drives in from the back. Doing how much damage? For three points. Does the dagger say slashing or piercing, or does it say slashing and piercing? It says piercing or slashing. Although. All right, you're driving it in or you're slashing it across his face. That's so weird. I've never even thought about that. Um, I think in this case it would probably be piercing because that's what I said that I was doing. Great. Uh, it takes no damage from the attack. Great. What's Ray doing? Ray channels positive energy. To harm undead. To harm undead. Sweet. All right, so I'm going to give him a will save. Ah! See? <laughs> See? It's not just me. <laughs> it's not just you. Oh, that's very low. 12. <gasps> Missed that, the DC. Great. And for how much damage? Only three. Oh. <laughs> Tima is watching all this go down. She can see the instant the Red Destiny is stabbing into its back as time slows for grip. What does she do? I think she really enjoys when they're all killing something together. Oh. <laughs> um, you know, she kind of thinks she could give a shit about any of these people, but boy, it's nice when we all get to come together and rip something apart. <laughs> nice. And she uh, expends two points from her Frantic Pool to use Will of the Undead so that her Mind Thrust will affect Unteg, and she casts Mind Thrust 2. 
Hey, I want to remind you about the additional uses of shame points we added into the mix. You could throw a shame point in there to raise your caster level by two if you want to increase damage. I only remind you as a tactic here because we haven't really done it yet. Something to ponder. You don't have to do it. I... I, I, I by two, right? Yeah. It's a little wasted because I'm already at 48. Is it maxed out max at five? Max is at five. Oh, okay. And I only have like two, three, two or three shame points left. Uh-huh. So I think I'm not going to do that. Sorry, guys. I don't oh. think it would occur to her. That's also a reminder to Johnny and Paul, too, that that's a use that we now have in the campaign. Also to Robert, you can blow a shame point in a round where you take a full attack action to take an extra attack as if you were hasted. Should that come up? All right, so I gotta make a will save as poor, poor, sad Dr. Bergman Trice's memories are being burned out of his undead skull. It's a mercy. <laughs> wow. I'm rolling garbage here. That's, uh, that's an 11. That fails. How much damage? How much damage? 17. Oh, yes. <laughs> 17 again. Oh, 17. Oh, my. It's my number. It's our number. And now we're in it for real. Everybody roll initiative. Oh, no. <laughs> Did you throw it off the table again? No, I rolled very high. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Dora. I got nine. Oh. Roni. 21. Ray. 12. And Grip. Seven. Oh, buddy. Mm-hmm. We were so excited. Oh. Don't forget that full defense is an option. As is running away, which I may uh, have to make a part of my strategy. (laughs) Robert, consider it very highly. So, the... Oh, wait. In this moment when it turns, I have a question. Yes. It is presented with Red Destiny. Does it have to make that save again? No, because it can see its murderer. Oh, gotcha. Yes, Red Destiny would have been an option if... Got it. If Grip was not in Got it, got it, yeah, yeah. 100%. All right, it's self-loathing paralysis having been broken. The Revenant whips around in a fury on grip. Mm-hmm. He's now hasted. Mm-hmm. He now gets plus four profane bonus to all attack rolls and damage rolls against grip. Mm-hmm. Here we go, here we go. Claw attack number one. Okay. 33. Oh, oh my God. God. That just hits, Rob. Sixteen points of damage. And as the claw hits, it attempts to start a grapple as a free action without provoking an attack of opportunity. CMB check of 31. Oh! Oh, yeah. Yeah, that beats your CMD even with the extra plus one from your... um, By by about 13. All right. So, does it have constrict... It does. Sixteen more points of damage (gasps) as it wraps its uh, claws around your neck and starts throttling the life out of you. I'm down to 14 all of a sudden. All right, so he's got you in his grip finally. He is going to destroy you. Roni, you are up. You are watching the life being literally throttled out of grip. Yeah. 
Shit just got very serious, very quickly, very, very real. Grip is in a bad, bad way. You are behind Dr. Trice now on the other side of Grip. And even though he's grappled, am I still flanking? Yes. Okay, well, in that case, I'm going to stay where I am. Great. Because me being there means he has a better chance of actually hitting when he attacks. So I'm going to stay right there, and uh, this time, instead of piercing, I'm going to slash, slash, slash on its back. Try some slashing, all right. see if that uh, makes a difference using this dagger. 25. 25. That is a hit. For how much damage? Five. Five points of slashing damage, which the Revenant does indeed take. Its skin does open up from a slash attack very easily. Excellent. Ray, you're up. Ten feet away from the Revenant. Grip right adjacent to you is having the life throttle out of him. What, what do you do? Grip, at the top of my turn, you gain five hit points. As a... You had to do that ability. I did that ability, and it doesn't end unless I will it to end or we separate more than 100 feet from each other. <laughs> oh, my God. Amazing. So it's, we have a life link. Oh, my God. And when you take five points of damage or more, it comes out of my hit point pool Ray. and goes to you. Five free hit points. Love it. Well. That is amazing. Thanks, brother. Oh. And... Ray channels positive energy against undead one more time. We'll save. 14? That's a a fail. Oh, right. How much damage? Let's see. Nine points. Nine points of damage. It is now, its flesh is now on fire as it's (laughs) wrapping its arms around grip. Dora, you're up. Tima. Tima is up. Tima is up. Tima is uh, looking around. It's so nice to be home. Be a shame if we lost the big guy. She's going to spend a shame point uh. to boost um, to boost her uh, mind thrust. So it'll be 5d8. And oh, she nice. will spend two more points from the from Dora's freening pool. Because fuck it, they're not hers. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> she will cast mind thrust again at the elevated DC for Tima. Excellent. Here we go. I'm going to make a will save for Dr. Trice. You guys are very lucky. Um, a 12. Yeah, it's Phil. Yeah. So it is 18 plus 8. 26. Ooh, that's what I did. <laughs> and the Revenant explodes in flame, covering Grip in a splash of gore and ashy bits. I don't even fucking care. And that is the end of chapter 38. Oh, that's good stuff. Oh, that's good. See you next time. You guys, remind me that Tima's out. Tima's <laughs> out. Dark Nexus is a creation of Plug and Hum Productions. This podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Incorporated, which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo Inc. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com slash community use. And for more information about Paizo and Paizo products, please visit paizo.com. That's P-A-I-Z-O dot Dark Nexus uses music and soundscapes by Sirenscape. Check them out at sirenscape.com. That's S-Y-R-I-N-S-C-A-P-E dot com. Opening and closing themes along with additional music composed by Rob Kozlarik. Artwork for Dark Nexus is by Matt Walquist. 
Special thanks to Toy, without whose generosity this project would not have been possible. And thanks to DMCP, Richard and Ari, Paul and Shannon, Chris, Scotty, Jason, Jess, Joe, Chelsea, Matt, Dave, Darren, and everyone we've gamed with over the years for all the memories and inspiration. WTPK. Oh. <laughs> Brilliant. Love it. Two tags. Season good. two tag. <laughs>